What's cracking big dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to thy headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Big dogs. Gotta eat. Fantasy football. It's week 13. We're talking Q and assault, baby. Where y'all will assault me with any and all questions you have about your lineups, sit starts, trades, waiver wires, playoffs, all that shit. All right. We are live right now. You might be watching this on YouTube afterwards. It's all gravy. Love you either way. If you want to join the live stream next time, live and in person, patreon.com forward slash BDGE is thy place to be. All right. We need details on this mic. Mikey, Mikey shooting with the straight guns right away. Y'all might, uh, depending on how this, depending on how this video goes, you might get some personal intricate details on it. All right. We'll save it for later though. What's up, Nicholas? Millie Tings, Millie Tings, Calvin Ridley or Chris Carson, full PPR. Uh, that's, you know, there's a lot up in the air, obviously there. It's going to depend on Julio's status. It's going to depend on Carlos Hyde's status. I, I don't know. The reports came out yesterday that Julio was looking good at practice and, uh, he should be out there. Julio said Friday, he feels pretty good after running pass routes during practice. He should be back in fantasy lineups and Matt Ryan should be considered borderline quarterback one. So I'm going to assume that Julio is going to play. And I'm going to assume, I'm actually not going to make an assumption about Carlos Hyde. I don't think we have anything updated, but he is questionable now, questionable now dealing with some kind of turf toe thing. Let's see if we got any updates on him. Expected to be good to go. Uh, so Chris Carson back in the fold, obviously. Carlos Hyde expected to go. Julio Jones expected to go. Everybody's fucking expected to go. I don't believe anybody. Nobody's safe out here. Everybody's expected to go. It's ridiculous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll it with Calvin Ridley there. I think if Carlos Hyde's good to go, I think they'll kind of continue to ease Chris Carson back into his workload. Um, and we saw this the splits last week. I think we'll see something similar a little bit more towards Chris Carson's side of things. And uh, I got to stop chewing gum, sorry. Y'all swallow gum? I swallow my gum. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a lazy thing. I don't feel like walking to the garbage over there. Um, I, I think uh, Chris Carson coming off a little bit sore from last game, too. I think there's just all the reason to continue to um, share the workload, especially playing against a Giants team that is split um, at quarterback with Colt McCoy there. I'm out on bail. These motherfuckers trying to get me. What the fuck is that, Mel? What you want? Uh, still higher on Deontay Johnson than Bobby Trees this week in full PPR. Yes. Deontay Johnson is, uh, he needs to be in your lineup every single week. He's, he's borderline wide receiver one. I still don't know how much I trust this. Um, how much I trust this Rams passing offense was Jonu out. Should I snag Ferkser or Rudolph? I like Rudolph. I like Rudolph with Irv Smith out. I think Rudolph's gotten a lot of looks. He's gotten a lot of targets. He's getting very involved. I know Thielen's going to be bike, but I still, I still take Rudolph over Ferkser for the week. What's good, Nick? What up, Peyton? I'm locked into the number one seed in first round bye, so this sit start isn't super important, but Lazard or Darnell Mooney. Uh, Mooney's questionable, I believe. Uh, Lazard. Uh, I think I like Lazard, actually. I think he's starting to get more and more involved into the uh, passing game there, and he's starting to run more snaps than Marcus Valdez-Scantling. So I, I think I like Lazard there. And Nick, do we trust Miles Sanders this week from Frankie? Uh, God, it's so hard to trust Miles Sanders right now. I mean, he's going to be ranked really highly just because the state of the running back position is is about the state of the Union of America right now. It ain't great. So I'm going to be starting Miles Sanders. Um, I actually have a decision, I think, in, what is it? Uh, my E-Town Get Down League. Sanders or Devontae Booker? I'm going to try to get Devontae Booker in, into my flex play. But I think... Uh, I think I'm going to play Miles Sanders. He's like a top eight back for me. So, I, I mean, it's not pretty. I don't love it, but I'm, I'm not going to sit Miles Sanders unless I have like three crazy good plays. Mostert or Debo in full PPR? Uh, I like Mostert. 
I think he's just the RB1 in a great running offense. And uh, Ayuk is back, so maybe that hurts Debo a little bit. Who is more droppable, Brian Hill or McKinnon? Ugh, God. Uh, I would say McKinnon at this point. I mean, the pecking order is Raheem Mostert. Tevin Coleman's going to be back soon. Jeff Wilson got more run than McKinnon. And uh, we don't know Todd Gurley's status, so I would say McKinnon's more droppable. What's cracking, big dog? What up, Eric? Hope you're having a great morning. With Jacobs out, I'm scrambling to fill my roster. Full PPR, would you roll Ayuk, Mike Williams, Pittman, Perriman, or James White? Wow, it's a lot of names. Um, I like Pittman there the most. I like Pittman there the most against Houston. Uh, great matchup. Coming off a nine-target game, I think things will turn around. And they do not have Bradley Roby because Bradley Roby was part of that steroid squad out there in Houston. So he's typically the guy who would shadow the opposing number one. He will not be on the field, so even easier matchup. So I like Pittman there. Debo or Booker flex half PPR. I won't get cute here. I'll go with uh, Booker there. Give me the volume. Bench one, Zeke, Kenyon Drake, Carson, Gallman. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna bench K- Kenyon Drake. He is getting a lot of the work, but like this is not a team that you can thrive off of high volume in terms of uh, the Rams I'm referring to. Uh, you need a running back that's actually somewhat efficient. I need this thing to focus on me. Focus, focus, focus. Did I click off the focus from me? I think I did. I think I fucked it up. I'm so stupid. Does this thing flip up? I put the wrong camera in. God damn it. Give me one sec. I'm a video guy, and I don't even know how to fucking do this. I think we're focused in on me. Nope, then we unfocused. What's wrong with me? Hey, no, no. You know, I get to watch myself like 20 seconds before, so I see all the fuck-ups I do. Uh, when and I keep the bye. Running backs for Snell, Geo, and Akers. Connor and Mixon on the bench. Thinking of going Akers over Geo. Geo's been stale, and Akers could provide the punch I need from running back. Both stink. Let me know. Yeah, that's so tough, but Akers is still going to be... I still think Akers is probably going to get like 8 to 10 touches again. I, I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel good about it. And on the flip side, it's not an easy team to run against the 49ers. So I will still go Geo over, uh, Geo over Akers, but I don't feel great about it. Bobby Trees or Amari Cooper, half EPR. Uh, give me Bobby Trees. Start Taysom Hill or wait for Lamar. And if I'm waiting for Lamar, should I pick up McSorley or Dalton just in case? Uh, do we have any updated word as of like this morning, as of last night, as of fucking anything on Lamar Jackson? Let me see. Eligible to return from COVID list Sunday. Yeah, I would probably roll with Taysom Hill there. I'm not going to take a chance, but if you, I, I don't blame you. They're so close in the rankings that I don't think it's worth taking the chance with uh, Lamar over Taysom Hill. But if you wanted to do that, yeah, I, th- I think a fine option would be to grab Andy Dalton if you wanted to, but I wouldn't. What's cracking? What up, Zach? What's up, Kevin? Is Young Hoku Atlanta's MVP? You know what's so funny? Like, I'm an Atlanta fan, obviously, and I, I know there's so much buzz around Young Hoku. But I don't play in any leagues with kickers, so I have no fucking idea what's going on in the kickers spectrum. George, hi. Bye. Eric B., which two should I fit into my lineup out of Zeke, Chark, and Dobbins? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely going with Zeke there as my one. Chark and Dobbins is is close, but but I think I would probably go with Dobbins. He was so hot right before he landed on the COVID list, and I think they were ready to start giving him a little bit more work. So uh, I'll go with Dobbins over Chark for right now. Who should I start as my f- flex? Kamara, Debo, or Julio? I'll go with I'll go with Julio if he starts or if he plays. If he doesn't, I'd probably go Kamara. Sanders, Booker, Dobbins. Half PPR need one. Yeah, my, I mean my rankings will will tell you to go with Sanders. I'm going back to the well on Sanders. But if you wanted to do another one, I mean I guess Booker would be my number two. If you're just so fucking fed up with Miles Sanders' bullshit. Dre Maki, would you feel starting Cousins over Matt Ryan? I also have Cook, Thielen, Jefferson. I'm hesitant because of so many Vikings. Wow, that is a lot of fucking Vikings. I almost think the stack might be worth it, though. Uh, the thing with the Jaguars, thing with the Jaguars in this game is, one, the Saints have been playing really, really good defense. So I don't know if this is a great matchup for Matt Ryan to begin with. But the thing with the Jaguars is they're down their top three cornerbacks. It's like uh, 
Sidney Jones, CJ Henderson, uh, someone else just got ruled out today. So they don't have any cornerbacks. So I think like Thielen, Jefferson might both pop off for like 17 plus. Cook's obviously going to put up about a zillion. So I would just stack the entire Vikings offense. Dre, ugly. Pittman, Boyd, or Zach Moss? Uh, I like Pittman there. Oss, Mr. Oss. Should I be worried about DJ Moore's injury rest of the season? I clinched playoff, but I lost Will Fuller. I only got him and Devontae Parker. Uh, I mean, from everything I follow, this is not too serious of an ankle injury. This is like a, a low ankle sprain, which realistically should heal in two to three weeks. Luckily, they have the bye. So I'm not like too, too worried about it. He might be limited in the first game off of it, though. So, I mean, anytime, anytime uh, you guys an injury, I guess there are, you know, a little bit of hesitation to throw him into your lineup. But like, I'm not on a, on a concern scale. I'm like a four out of 10 for more. Kind of worried Kyler might put up another dud. Am I crazy to start Trubisky over him because he has a good history against Detroit? <coughs> uh, it, I mean, it's a realistic question, I would say. I would say it's not like out of control because Kyler has been struggling. But listen, if, if it's my lineups, if it's my team, I'm, I'm not going to be throwing Trubisky in over Kyler. Like he has been really good against the Lions. I actually I, I specifically remember him just fucking dominating the Lions every single time they step on the field together. It's kind of gross. But... I'm still going to go with Kyler there. Got D-Hop, Terry, Deontay starting. Can't sit any of them for Parker if Fitz goes, right? Um, no, probably not. No. Montgomery, Moster, or Zeke, who we bench in Nick half PPR. I will bench Montgomery there. Who's a better play this week? Let me actually pull up my rankings real quick. Let me see what I got. So I have... Mostert has 11, Zeke is 12, David Montgomery is 14. So it's obviously close, but I would have Montgomery sitting. Uh, who's a better play this week? Half PPR, Tanyan or Goddard? Man, Tanya has been really fucking good this year, actually. I'm pretty sure he's like a top five tight end. And even over the last like five weeks, he's been a top five tight end. He's been good. I'll still go with Goddard, though. Um, I think they're going to play Zach Ertz in very, very slowly. So I think Goddard still, uh, still is like the primary tight end there and we'll keep getting targets and this is a green bay offense that's probably going to put up points so they're gonna to have to score on the flip side so I'll, I'll, I'll go with goddard there still is gaston's current ranking for if he is active honestly gaston was just kind of thrown in there like there was just so much fucking speculation between him ahmed breda and all these guys so like my final ranking for gaskin will probably have to be based on whatever i do tomorrow morning obviously the rankings are always updated ppr deontay or aj brown yeah i mean you you just you can't say aj brown ever and uh, the Cleveland Browns are going to be without, again, their top two cornerbacks in Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams. So, need two PPR, Booker, CEH, Melvin Gordon, Latavius. Uh, Booker and Booker and uh, Philip Lindsay is going to end up playing, so I'm not, I'm not really excited about Melvin Gordon. Latavius, I mean, like, fuck, he's been good the last couple of weeks with Taysom Hill under center. Booker's definitely my one. I would say Clyde, Clyde is um, – I have Booker at 16. I have Clyde down at 21. He's dealing with this illness. They said he's probably going to play, but I have Clyde at 21. I have Latavius at 24, and then Melvin Gordon down at 27. So going by my rankings, I would go with Booker and CEH there. Nick, my Dunkin' Donuts lord. Pick my flex, half PPR. Benny Snell, DJ Chark, or Mims Perriman? Uh, Benny Snell, for sure. Geo, Snell, Henderson, Edmonds. Pick two for a must-win, ABC, XYZ asks. Geo, Snell, Henderson, Edmonds pick two for a must win. I'll go, I'll roll with the first two, Geo and Snell. There's no way you can trust Daryl Henderson at this point. Uh, and Edmonds is just not getting any work now with Drake back. <whistles> Big Ben, Goff, or Ryan rest of season? Uh, I don't know the schedules off the top of my head. I probably I can't answer that on the spot in good faith. D, DQ Quast. If Gaskin is playing, where do you rank him? Okay, so let's say Gaskin plays. Let's say Ahmed is out. Let's say Breda is out. Let's say fucking DeAndre Washington is out. I would move him above Lindsey. I would move him above Frank Gore. I would I would probably move him borderline top 25. It's a really good matchup. Let's see reports. Gaskin is trending towards playing in week 13. Gaskin has missed the past four games with a sprained knee, but he could... Be given a pretty decent workload. Yeah, I would probably put him around borderline RB 25-ish. I think he's in the range of like uh, Naeem Hines, Duke Johnson, Melvin Gordon-ish range. 
Why haven't you paid this year's taxes yet? Do it early. Who the hell is the hot date? Fill us the fuck in. Why didn't you cook a big breakfast? Did you make a damn smoothie at least? Holy shit. You put the fucking ASS in a salt, sir. I've already paid. I have to pay quarterly taxes. When you don't work a, a, a normal job, when you have a income coming in throughout the year from different sources, you pay quarterly taxes. So I've paid three out of the four quarters. I don't have to pay the fourth quarter until January 15th. So on January 14th or 15th, if one of my videos, you see me in a very bad mood, it's probably because my bank account was just fucking depleted. Who the hell is the hot date? Um, plead the fifth for right now. Why didn't you cook a big breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. I'm never hungry in the morning. I'll probably, it's already 1230. I probably won't eat until like three o'clock. Did you make a damn smoothie at least? No, I actually ordered spinach last time I ordered groceries and they were out of stock from fucking spinach. Like who, what kind of fucking grocery store doesn't have spinach in it? So I didn't make a smoothie because I like to make spinach smoothies. Really, really good spinach, raw spinach as the base, bunch of ice cubes, some almond milk, scoop a low key. The, the thing to do is get a good tasting whey protein. I like the whey from uh, P, was it PES or PES? It's, it's snickerdoodle flavored. Uh, cut up a banana, you know, depending on what kind of calorie intake you're looking at. You could throw some peanut butter in there, a lot of berries and shit. I throw a couple Splendas in there, and it tastes phenomenal. So I didn't make a smoothie. Anything major stand out that you might not like about starting Taysom Hill this week? I'm not. I'm debating starting him over Tannehill, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, like nothing. Nothing major stands out. Falcons defense is obviously playing extremely, extremely well right now. The only, I mean, the only thing is like he's just not a good passer um you know there's always the possibility that they get onto the goal line and Kamara scores two touchdowns instead of Taysom Hill so that's in the range of outcomes and then Taysom Hill puts you up like a you know as an eight point fantasy outing because he doesn't get much through the air but like you know obviously he's proven that wrong each of the last two weeks and the Saints have kind of shown their cards and what they want to do when they're on the goal line so I don't think it's crazy AJB or Jefferson in my flex yeah again you can't start you can't sit AJ Brown he's like a, he's a top five wide receiver for me how do you feel about A-Rod rest of the season now that Trubisky is back? Uh, it's about the same I've, I felt with him for Nick Foles. I mean, he's like a wide receiver one talent-wise, of course, but like the inconsistencies are going to come and go. He'll continue to put up wide receiver one games, and he'll continue to put up wide receiver one volume, but it won't always end up being wide receiver one production. Thoughts on Miami backfield if Gaskins is ruled out. Honestly, I don't know who the fuck's even at, who who they even have right now at this point, so I can't really speak on that, but I know I'll probably want nothing to do with it. I know they're back-to-back in your rankings. PPR, need thoughts and choose one. CH, Dobbins, or Snell, Connor, whoever plays the two. Yeah, I, I'm Snell will move up my rankings right now. Um, where do I have Snell? I don't even think I rank Snell for James Connor being out yet. Is he ruled out? Is, is Connor officially out? So I would start I would start either Connor or Snell, depending on who the starter is there, um, over Dobbins and over CEH for sure. Last time Vegas played in early East Coast Atlanta, they bombed. They play early at the Jets, so I consider starting Corey Davis over Booker. I mean, Corey Davis is definitely a really strong play this week, but I wouldn't play him over Booker. DJ Chark or Perriman half PPR. I will go slight lean towards DJ Chark. It is very close. I, I think Perriman's been fucking wildly underrated up to this point. Um but I'll still go with DJ Chark there. Great matchup against Minnesota. What's your opinion in redraft leagues where people who aren't in the playoffs continue to make roster moves? Uh, it's fucking annoying, but like, what are you going to do? I'm not going to shut them down. I mean, some people just want to play for sixth place or eighth place, don't want to get last place, whatever it is. It sucks, but it's kind of part of the game. Would you start Gallman over Drake half PPR? Yes, I would. I have Gallman, I think, five spots higher than Drake. Half PPR for reception, rush attempt, need one flex. Must win game, Akers, Edmonds, Hyde, Chark, Minnesota. <clears throat> uh, I actually, well, actually, no, I don't like Hyde anymore because he's limited with the toe. So you get half PPR and then you get half per rush attempt. Is that what I'm reading correctly? So I think that pretty much automatically gives it to a running back. Um, Edmonds will get the least amount of carries out of those guys. Akers and Hyde, it's very close for me. I think I actually might lean Akers there, Larry. 
really close between Akers and Hyde for me because I think they might just get up really big against the Giants and Hyde might get a lot of work, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the toe. If, if you hear a pregame report that like the toe is looking fine and he looks fine pregame, I would, if all things aside, everyone's healthy in that equation, I would do Hyde over Akers, but because of the toe, I'd probably go Akers over Hyde. What's your dinner plans for the weekend? Oh man, I don't even know what my fucking, the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth is going to be, let alone dinner plans for the weekend. Tonight, um, I think I think I'm actually getting a tattoo in a little bit, probably at like one o'clock or two o'clock. I still haven't figured out what that's going to be or where I want to get it. I'm deciding between getting it like right here or on my shin, but I don't know what it's going to be. So I need something that's like vertical, uh, vertical, but I don't know what the fuck I want it to be. Man, I hate how this is blurry on me the whole time. This is so fucking stupid. Um, and then we'll probably go out to get drinks at a bar around my area right afterwards. So we'll probably get some food there, but I don't really like plan dinner in advance. That's what you're asking. Cousins or Ryan full PPR. Uh, I like I like Cousins right now. Kyler or Cousins must win or I'll be bubble boy. I'll still roll with Kyler. I don't want to let down. I don't want to give up on that. Um, I don't want to give up on that huge ceiling that Kyler has on the ground. Booker, Taylor, Woods, full PPR. Please pick two. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like all of them. I, I think I'd go with the two running backs, though. Booker and Taylor. Booker's obviously the workhorse. Taylor getting a, a phenomenal matchup. So even in full PPR. Favorite holiday movie? Uh, hmm. Good question. Friday. Next Friday. Bet you didn't think that was coming. Make it a mic tattoo. I kind of like that, but I like, I also kind of think that's douchey in a way, maybe, even though all my tattoos are kind of douchey. The mic's not bad. The mic's actually not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about that. Maybe I'll make, I'll do it a mic and then like the top speaker part is, is, I'm really into like tattoos that have uh, a retro color to it, whether it's like blue, like that retro blue or the retro red, like kind of like the color of this wire or like the retro pink, like the social handles right here. So we able to make the mic like blue or lime green. If I get that one, I would do it on my shin though. That one I don't want on my arm. <laughs> make it the top speaker part your curly here. That's actually kind of funny. Uh, PPR need to Booker, Snell, Connor, Geo, and Goddard, or play two of those running backs and play Goddard or Hawkinson, who are back to back in your rankings. Thanks for all the help. It's fucking crazy people yelling outside my window for no fucking reason. Um, I'm really confused by that question. You said play two or play those two and play Goddard or Hawkinson. So you could play three. Out of those out of those running back groups, I would play Booker and the Pittsburgh running back. And then I'm not really sure. Oh, so you're saying if one of the tight ends goes into the flex spot and then now if they're not in the flex spot, then you have to choose between Goddard and Hawkinson. Yeah, I think, I mean, they're both, uh, again, they're both like right next to each other in the ranking. So again, I, 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 I can't give answers on back-to-back -back ranking guys. They're all just in the same tier. So if you want to go by my rankings, it's Hawkinson over Goddard. I think Chicago is really good at taking away outside receivers. I think there's some some opportunity to be had for the tight end position. Get a ladder tattoo, being the top big dog. You worked your way to the top. Yeah, I like uh, I like it in theory. I like that in theory, but like that, that's like a little bit too serious for me to be honest. Like if I needed to explain that to someone, I would feel like a pretty big douche. Also, be like I worked my way to the top of the ladder, bro, and they'd be like, "You're a fucking asshole." I'd be like true would you ever get a sleeve tattoo no uh i will get i will probably get like 20 individual tattoos and never get a sleeve tattoo at all i'm very i'm not anti like people having sleeves like i don't i don't dislike sleeves but i would never personally get one because i like the individuality of each tattoo once you get a sleeve they all just get meshed into the uh the same thing like you don't actually see any of the tattoos it's just one big like dark gray sleeve 
I like having like different ones kind of scattered around and they all have a different, you know, style or meaning or kind of like energy to them. If that makes sense. PPR pick three, Kamara, Monty, Booker, Gio, Latavius Murray, Dobbins. So I'd go with Kamara. I would go with Booker and I'd go with uh, Monty. The first three that you ordered there, ABC. It's all good, Zach. Sometimes I just need to turn my fucking brain on. I'm actually going to go fill up, refill up my coffee. I'll be our bike. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. BR bike. I love that. Um, I saw in a past Q&A video, you said you went to Binghamton for your MBA. I just graduated Bing. I'm considering doing the MBA program too. How was your general experience there? So I, I, I got my MBA from Binghamton, but it was not at the Binghamton campus. Like it wasn't in upstate New York. They have a, it's, it was an accelerated program that was in the city. It was in New York city, right across from Bryant park. And uh, it was for people that were working full time already. So we started it in August and it was like 35 people in my in my group, in my class. And everyone was working from Monday to Friday full time. And we'd go in on Saturdays around like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. And we would do class for the entire day from like 7, 8 a.m. to, um, you know, like 6 or 7 p.m. So while most people are doing like nightly grad school or whatever, right? Like taking a class here, like two hours on Monday night, three hours on Friday night or some shit like that. We did like 10 hours every Saturday. It was one year straight every single Saturday. And, uh, it was, it was, man, that was crazy. Um, if that's a program you're looking at, I, I, one, I would say for people looking to go to like grad school or some shit really irrelevant in today's world in terms of like jobs and stuff. If you're going to go to grad school because it's a lot of money, make sure you know what you're getting out of it. I think grad school was like similar to undergrad in that unless you're going for something specific in which you need to do it to get to the job, like say you know you want to be a lawyer, you're you're passionate about being a lawyer, you're passionate about being a doctor, you're passionate you're passionate about being something that requires you to do these classes and and get these lessons or whatever. Um, then college can it? I, I think college teaches you more about personal traits about yourself, right? Or or, or teaches you personal lessons like organization and work ethic and you know those kind of things and being social and being able to network and being able to negotiate and shit like that uh but college itself like if you don't actually need to learn the material and you just are doing it because like you think you might need it or you think it, it'll be good for your resume or some shit i would i would think very very hard about that decision um that was a crazy year because i was like 22 or 23 and i was working full time and um, basically when you do that program, you're working for six days a week, right? Cause you work Monday, Friday, and then that day is like 10 hours long. And it was in the city at the time I was living in New Jersey. 
and I didn't even like Manhattan at the time, which is the crazy part. Uh, I wasn't really a big fan of the city. And then that year, since I had to come in every day at six, uh, for the sixth day, like we all got out of class. We all got out of class, right? We were working six days a week and we we're like, yeah, we're in New York city. Like let's fucking go kind of crazy. And I was really young at the time. So that entire year was one giant fucking blur for me. It was one big blackout of a blur. Um, so much fun. My sister had just moved into the city. She had an apartment in Soho. So I was like crashing there half the time. And, uh, I don't know why I'm even telling you this story, but yeah, the program itself, again, I, I think that's like a more generalization of the way I look at grad school. The way I look at education itself is most of it is kind of pointless unless you actually, actually need it. Pick two, like you'll probably learn more about business, like starting a fucking YouTube channel, to be honest with you. Pick two, Chark, A-Rob, Woods, or Debo? A-Rob and Woods. Who are you more confident in this week, Kirk or Tannehill, and why? Uh, I, I like Tannehill a lot this week. Um, I think, I mean, he's played like seven really, really tough opponents in a row. And um, and that's why his fantasy production has been kind of down. But before that, he was like a top six option. So I've got no worries about Tannehill this week. Again, going over to the Cleveland side of the ball, they're going to be without Denzel Ward. They're going to be without Greedy Williams. So they will be without their, their top cover corners, which is just fucking lights on. Fireworks show from AJ Brown this weekend. Uh, I really like Tan Hill this week. T Hill or Big Ben? Mm, it's kind of hard to fade Big Ben at this point. Um, I'll be honest, man. I feel I feel more comfortable starting Big Ben. I just don't feel comfortable starting Taysom Hill for whatever reason. I'm probably on the very late side of this. Like you know, I keep pushing away from Taysom Hill, but he keeps getting it done. I would probably just go Big Ben because they continuously pass the ball a thousand times a game. It's just their game plan. And they have players who make plays with the ball in their hands. So I, I, I think I like Big Ben over Hill. I see you have the Seahawks over the Ravens this week. Have have both. Can you tell me the thought process? Uh, are you talking about... You're talking about defense, I'm assuming. Um, what is it? You say Seahawks? Yeah, I mean, it pretty much comes down to, one, the Giants have to travel all the way across country, and they're going to be without their starting quarterback. So, um, Seahawks defense has been a lot better against the pass over the last X number of weeks. So I think this is a game where Seattle kind of just dominates and Baltimore, they're a little bit banged up. I think, I mean, their defense is good, but like the Dallas offense is not going to be as bad as the giants offenses. If that makes sense. So it's, it's the, it's the cross country. It's the Colt McCoy. It's, it's all that shit. What was your thoughts on ESPN allowing the Wednesday night games to be included in week 12 when they said only up to Tuesday that they would count my commissioner wouldn't let me get the Steelers players back? Uh, I didn't know about that. I don't play in any ESPN league, so I wasn't really following what was going on there. That's really fucking terrible, though, that they said they said that if the game gets pushed back to Wednesday, they wouldn't count it in week 12, and all of a sudden they counted it in week 12. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know the situation, but it sounds like ESPN's in the wrong there. Touchdown Dan suggestions in Monkey Knife Fights. By the way, a great suggestion last week in regards to Gary V Podcast, Next Level. Yeah, when I tell you, like, there's nobody that has impacted my life in the way I think about things more than Gary V, that is not hyperbole. I listen to him daily, and I've been listening to him for, like, five to six years. If you're a college kid out there, like, trying to figure out what the fuck you should be doing, you should be listening to Gary V first and foremost, because he is... Just a next level marketing god. And just like person on a personal level, he's fucking amazing. Uh oh wow, you guys rattled off. Curtis, I'll, I'll go into some monkey knife fights at the end and uh and we'll wrap it up with that. But there's some more questions I want to bang out quickly. With that being said, four point passing touchdown, Taysom or Kirk. Um Man, personally, I'd probably I'd probably go Kirk. I'll, I'll continuously rank Taysom Hill like top 10, top 12. But if it's my leagues, I'm still going with the guys that I think are just safer. And that's going to be Kirk for me. Second flex, half PPR, Jamal Williams, Jalen Rager, CeeDee Lamb, or Greg Ward. Everybody on the waiver article has picked up. I think I'm thinking Jamal Williams. Mm. Yeah, I, I like Jamal Williams. He's been getting a, a good amount of work. CeeDee Lamb, I don't really trust in that matchup. I don't really trust Dalton getting the ball. Jalen Rager's, eh. You might actually see some Jerry Alexander and definitely don't trust Jay, uh, 
Greg Ward. So yeah, I, Michael, I, w- I would lean Jamal Williams there as well. PPR, Hurst or Kosicki. Yeah, if it fits his playing, I'd go with Kosicki there, Zach. Sitting in a trailer, Thomas says, on the side of my house with COVID. Oh man, hoping to not get the family sick. Thank you for the chat. Sitting here bored out of my mind. Uh, oh, I hope you I hope you feel all right. I hope you're not um, feeling any symptoms, but that's so shitty. I'm glad I haven't had to kind of deal with that whole quarantine situation. I haven't gotten tested in a little while, which I probably should. Every time, the city here is kind of crazy though because everything's spiking up and you can't get to a COVID test without waiting in line for like four hours and all the waiting online is outdoors. So it's like 22 degrees. You got to be sitting in the rain and, and fucking shit. Uh, Michael says, sorry, Gus Edwards. Oh, uh, still doesn't change anything for me. Is it any at I... What the fuck did you just play? Say, is it any at I could play in E Town? Get down. I would love to play. Super stoked and starting to love fade the public every week. R.I.P. Animal. Yeah, no, there's no way you can get into E Town. Get down. You're talking about Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's Faja Gary. It's my uncle from another Funkle. Rest of the season half PPR. Pick four wide receivers. That's just an out of control. My uh, my rest of the season rankings are up there on the on the on Patreon for you. Thanks, Nick. Big dog. Appreciate BG. I appreciate you. Booker, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I actually have Jonathan Taylor ranked higher than Booker, but obviously things can go a little bit wrong. It might not be, you know, they go with a hot hand and it's not him. I think the floor is lower for Taylor, but I think uh, I would probably take the ceiling there. Corey Davis, F1, Devontae Parker, Deontay Johnson, sit one full PPR. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting I'm sitting Corey Davis unless Tua is starting. Then I'm sitting Devontae Parker. What's your draft strategy for PPR, Dynasty, and is it a way I can view it? I have a draft coming up. Um, yeah, too much, Allison. I'm actually going to end the episode also with the... and the, the episode with the... Uh, Um, wide receiver cornerback matchups shadow coverages and shit like that uh is it jack is it a is it a super flex league or a one quarterback league that's weird why are you dra- drafting a dynasty draft right now in the middle of the season might buy that big dog's visor we've only, we've had one sale on the big dog's visor which is one more than i would ever have expected do you play fantasy basketball no i do not it's a different language to me it really is. And I just don't have time to like get into it as, as much as I have with fantasy football. Uh, it's a super flex dynasty league. That's perfect. Okay, so in the Big Dogs draft guide, we put together, Mike actually, Mike me up, or Bunk Bed Breakdowns, put together like a, a full draft strategy guide in the draft guide, bigdogsdraftguide.com. Uh, it's, it's super, super in-depth. And shows you exactly how to like attack quarterbacks and the strategy you should be doing for your draft. So if you have the draft guide, it's on bigdogsdraftguide.com. You'll be able to find it on the top of the website, bigdogsdraftguide.com. And it's called the BDGE Dynasty Startup Bible. You'll see verse one strategy, verse two application. You guys can more so focus on strategy because application had to do with like the ADP that people had during the summer and shit. Um, but if you guys are starting the dynasty leagues in the off season, obviously we're going to have the dynasty draft guide and the season long draft guide again, come out at some point before the NFL draft starts. So um, stay tuned for that. Obviously we've been working on transitioning it over to an actual mobile app. All right, let's talk some wide receiver cornerback matchups. Let me pull this over. Here is who PFF expects to get shadowed this week. Here is the cornerback's coverage ranking per PFF, and then the coverage ranking per player profiler. PFF is behind a paywall, but if you go to playerprofiler.com and you search a specific receiver, you will be able to see the cornerback that is expected to cover them. Okay, so playerprofiler.com, type in Robert Woods. You'll see Patrick Peterson on him, and you will see the ranking of Patrick Peterson in terms of coverage rating. So you got Robert Woods expected to get shadowed by Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson has not had the, you know, Patrick Peterson-esque season we've been accustomed to knowing. 
A.J. Brown is supposed to get Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell's been pretty good for Cleveland, actually. Uh, but again, they're without Denzel Ward, their top cover corner, and they're without Grady Williams as well. So just a downgrade to their defense overall. Devontae Parker is supposed to get shadowed by William Jackson of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, William Jackson, Billy J, is actually been pretty fucking good this year. Uh, I'm still not really worried about it because I think the volume for Parker is going to be like 12 targets if Fitz is playing there. So uh, Devontae Parker is still a solid wide receiver too. DK Metcalf is supposed to get shadowed by James Bradbury. Again, I feel like DK Metcalf has kind of been showing us that he's matchup proof. It's more so like whatever the Seahawks want to do with their offensive game plan. If they decide to not let Russ do his thing, then it could be a detriment to the wide receivers there. But as long as Russ is chucking the fucking ball downfield, I'm not worried about a single motherfucker playing against DK Metcalf. So we have Robert Woods, Patrick Peterson, AJ Brown, Terrence Mitchell, Devontae Parker, William Jackson, DK Metcalf, James Bradbury. Other things to note. Again, I said Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams both out. Jeffrey Okuda, not playing. Desmond Trufant, not playing for Detroit this week. So upgrade to Allen Robinson and the Chicago wide receivers. Bryce Callahan, low-key, been very, very, very good for Denver this year. Bryce Callahan is on the IR. So that's upgrade for KC. Uh, he is a slot cornerback so Tyree Kill has actually been running a lot of routes from the slot so not that I need to fucking tell you to get Tyree Kill into your lineups but another beautiful matchup for the KC wide receivers Bradley Roby as I said part of that steroid squad out there in Houston so he's going to be out he's been very good he's been tasked with shadowing the opponent's wide receiver ones um, so again Michael Pittman the Colts I like this matchup for Michael Pittman a lot more now that Roby is out Darius Slay and Casey Hayward Darius Slay of the Eagles of course Casey Hayward of the Chargers are both questionable Darius Slay expected to shadow Devontae Adams if he is playing. So if he's not, another upgrade to Devontae Adams. Casey Hayward versus New England. Not that I really want any of the pass catchers in New England, but Casey Hayward's been good, so it would be an upgrade there for the passing game in New England. Booker or Gibson full PPR? I'll go with Gibson there. I'm just going to ride the hot streak. How do BDG Dynasty Leagues work? So if you are a Patreon, you get access to our Discord channel automatically. Uh, if you are on Patreon.com and for some reason you didn't get into the Discord, just message me on Patreon and I'll send you over the link to get access to it. Once you're in the Dynasty, once you're in the the Big Dogs Discord, there's a bunch of different channels on the left, and you could say like join a Dynasty League, and basically you just write in there like you write whatever buy-in league you want to get into. If you're like I want to do a twenty-five dollar, fifty dollar, hundred dollar buy-in, you write that in, and Noah is basically the community manager over there at FB God. Uh, and he will take care of you. He'll throw you into a dynasty league. And then from there, you get in with 11 other people that also want it in the same pay-in, buy-in, whatever. You guys will kind of situate it from there yourselves. You'll join like a group chat together and you guys will stay in communication and do all that, that shot. ESPN has Raiders D ranked so high. Um, so high, but they suck. And I have the Rams to pivot to, but they're ranked way lower. I trust your rankings over theirs, to be honest. Yeah, um... I'm not really sure what I have. What do I have? Raiders at 10, and I have... What was the other one? The Rams? Yeah, uh, with Kyler a little bit banged up, and the Rams just a very good defense overall. Um, I don't know. I don't like I don't like Las Vegas traveling uh, across country, and I also just don't... Yeah, like I don't... If there's a tiebreaker between two teams, I just take the defense that I actually think is a better real-life defense. Thoughts on benching Scary Terry? I'm just going to stop reading there. Those are my thoughts. What alcohol pairs best with Mountain Dew? Uh, I wouldn't use fucking Mountain Dew ever as a as a pair I did the Dugarita at Red Lobster but like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity and I needed to take it so um I would say like if you're ever doing weird mixers most I, tequila and ginger ale is not terrible so if I had to guess like Mountain Dew and tequila might not be that terrible but typically if you're gonna do like a weird mixer your best bet is to do something like neutral like vodka Booker at New York or JT at Houston leading Booker for the projected workload? Yeah, as, uh, I think I answered this question a little while ago. Again, I think a Booker has a safer floor, um, but JT has a ceiling. Thanks, Nick. Season is almost done. It's about time for the playoffs. Can't believe it's been that quick. Yeah, man, this is uh, it's fucking life for you. Season goes quick. Your life goes quick. Your youth goes quick, and then we die. Hooper, Ertz, Burton, Ak Aikens, PPR. Uh, it is going to be Hooper for me. In Dynasty, worried about AK next year. I think Taysom gets the job. Now, I'm not. I, I think I, th I feel like the Saints are smart enough to know that they can't sustain Taysom Hill's non-effective passing game for a full year. I don't think that they. Um, I don't think that he is their actual starter for the remainder of Alvin Kamara's lifetime. So I'm not too worried about AK.
Woo. All right. Looks like the fantasy questions are wrapped up. We got any other good questions? We got anything else? We got any uh, juicy questions? What we got here? What we got, mates? Make sure you hit the thumbs up if you're enjoying thy video. Again, if you want to get into the Patreon, live Q&A, Assault, patreon.com forward slash BDGE. You'll get the weekly in-season rankings that are out right now, obviously, for week 13. You've got our Dynasty rankings update, updated between myself, Noah, and Mike. Bunk bed breakdowns. You will get the rest of season rankings. You will get access to our Discord, which has our Dynasty Leagues and season-long leagues for next summer. If you're trying to find some competitive leagues because your friends is little bitches and they don't want to do a Dynasty League, this is where you get into that. Is A-Rob going to play? Uh, I don't see why not. Is he like actually, actually questionable? I feel like he's fine. No. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. What do we got? Can you go there? Allen Robinson, questionable. Oh, this is a new injury. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I had to guess I would say he plays, but also that guess is based on a zero fucking ounce of logic. Is A-Rob going to play? You watch hockey at all, Nick? No, I don't watch hockey at all, unfortunately. I went to my first hockey game while I was down in D.C. a few months back, um, and it was electric. Like, everyone is always like, oh, hockey's the best game to watch in person, and it's really, really fucking fun. I just don't follow. Honestly, I don't really follow that many sports anymore. Like, I don't follow any sports in depth outside of football, which is kind of where my life has taken me, which is wild because, like, I always grew up playing sports. I was always really into the NBA, MLB, um, college stuff. But at this point, I just don't, I just don't have time or really that much of an interest, to be honest, outside of football. I know I ask these fantasy YouTube questions every week, but any weekly advice for fantasy content creators? Um, it's funny. I feel like I end these Q and A's. I feel like I end these Q and A's with, uh, with this question every time I would honestly, I'd go back and watch like Go back to each Q&A that I've put up so far. And if you go to like the last 10 minutes, this is probably how I end each of these. So I'll let you go do a little research on that. Go to like week 12, sit start Q&A. Week 11, sit start Q&A. And look at the last um, 10 minutes or so. I probably answered this exact question. I also just posted something on Instagram and, and Twitter today uh, of an email reply I did to a kid kind of similar who asked me about starting up his own YouTube channel and starting up his own stuff. And uh, he was asking about like quality of uh, production in terms of like lighting camera and shit. So I answered it with this and I'm not going to have you guys sit here and read the whole thing. But if you go follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore BDGE or our brand account at BDGE two underscores for Instagram, I posted it on there. So those are my like uh, also you could just rewatch this video and pause it on this time stamp, whatever the fuck it is and uh, and read it. But yeah, that that's what I would do for y'all. Where the fuck did you go? Where'd the live chat go? Ooh. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Who are you stashing as a sneaky defense for week 16? Uh, Good question. I honestly haven't really looked into week 16, but we could do it right now. Let's see. Baltimore is playing the Giants. They're probably already picked up. Yeah, those are rostered in about a zillion leagues. Cleveland is playing at the New York Jets week 16. So that's probably a good stash. Uh, Houston's playing against Cincinnati. Both are not that great defenses. But maybe by week 16, Cleveland will have a fully healthy Miles Garrett. They will have hopefully Denzel Ward back. Uh, Greedy Williams. I think Greedy Williams is probably out for the year. Um, but Cleveland makes a little bit of sense. Houston, I guess, makes sense. Um, Chicago's only rostered in 69% of leagues. They play at Jacksonville in week 16, so I think they are definitely a good hold. The Chargers play home against Denver. They're pretty beat up on defense too, but maybe they'll be healthy by then, so I don't hate the Chargers either. Um, 
No one else I really love on this list. Yeah, I think those would be my top guys. Nick, have to drop one full PPR. Hardman, yeah, you could drop Hardman. I don't give a fuck about a Hardman. You could drop Hardman. You could drop You could drop any of those dudes. Hardman, uh, Gerald Everett. Hardman or Gerald Everett, it's really a coin flip. I guess hold on to Hardman because you have Tyreek. What comes to your mind when you first think of the state of Maryland? Um, is Maryland a state? I guess technically that's the first thing that came to my mind. Is that a dumbass question? Is Maryland a state? Yeah, Maryland's a state, huh? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is the Terps. I don't know why, but... The first thing that comes to my mind with Maryland is tailgating at a Terps game. Have you seen the movie Heat? I don't think so. What is that about? Heat. Oh, this is old, huh? Al Pacino? Robert De Niro? Ah, that seems kind of fucking epic, actually. I might have to check that out. Do you think Darnold starts on another team next year? Yes, I do. I I can't imagine there will be a, not a desperate team in the NFL that just wants a second, like a real quarterback. Uh, at least give him a chance as a 23-year-old. Do or die to get into the dance for me. Currently seventh place. Need the dub and help with number six lose. Tough year, but appreciate you, Nick. Oh, no question there. Well, I appreciate you too, Danny. I appreciate all you guys supporting me. I appreciate uh, all the questions that come in. Appreciate you guys being patrons, of course. Y'all are the most loyal subscribers that I have. I appreciate everyone watching on YouTube afterwards. That will conclude this week's Q and Assault. I love y'all. Make sure to sign up at patreon.com forward slash BDGE. Until next week, I'm out. Enjoy the weekends. Enjoy week 13's game. Everyone stay safe. Stay jiggly. Peace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.